The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. lose. I'm a bad man. I shook up the world. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with we. My name is EJ and I got my man. MH. He's DB of the show. And we are black in sports where we're giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Today, we're bringing you back inside the locker room. where We talk about topics in and around the game. And today, we're going to talk about our man, Prime Time, Mr. Deion Sanders. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. All right, so the news has been buzzing, man. And, like, I, I missed out because you heard this. You said, what, Thursday? Yep. And then I get a text from you like, hey, Prime Time's about to be a head coach of a, of a university. So how do you feel about that, man? Initial reactions when you saw it. Uh, excited. Uh, Deion Sanders is – I, if anybody sees my little league football jerseys, I always wore number twenty one because of Dion. There it is. Uh, obviously, he's DB love, so he's the pinnacle of uh, defensive back, especially cornerbacks. And then, you know, he still has a aura a presence about him now, even though he's been playing or done playing for a while. So, uh, I was excited. And then to put a cherry on top, obviously, him you know going to a historical black uh, university. Um, and being the head coach there and, you know, the, the, the movement are, um, we've been, we've talked about HBCUs uh, a lot uh, in the future of athletics and HBCUs, um, you know, him going to Jackson state, I, I'm just, you know, I'm pretty geeked all the way around about it. Yeah. So let's stay on the news. So it's weird that this came out Thursday and, you know, we're still, you know, days removed and why they're waiting so long. Is it just because they want to have like, okay, let's start the week on a Monday and, and, and have like, all right, we're going to start, start the news of the week and, and then like try to, to capture some kind of momentum. Probably. And, and you know, there's probably some other reasons for it as well. Well, that too. And I guess we'll probably get into that a little bit then. Yeah. Right? So no, it, it's definitely exciting news. And the fact you said, like you said, he went to a HBCU, um, they need some help because <laughs> uh, so Jackson State, you know, just was doing some quick looks and they haven't been to a bowl game in in a very, 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 very long time. Well, not that long, but um, what was the last when was the last time uh, the last bowl game was uh, 1971. Oh, oh, OK, because, yeah, I mean, that's. Wait, what are you gonna? How are you gonna? Because <laughs> now it's like 2020, right? And so, man, there's so many bowls. How are you not come to a bowl? Man, that's a, what I'm saying. So when you when you the first listen, two numbers you said were 19, or the number you said was 19, right. I was like, damn, that's, that's Walter Payton, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's you know we're it's in the 20s, bro. Like there's gonna be yeah. a black and sports bowl pretty soon. <laughs> like once Touché. we get our, once we get our funding right, like shit. So. So it's been a while, um, yeah. you know, and I'm attempted to kind of get what like their record has been. So why they haven't been to a bowl game, which is um, surprising. But I mean, oh, they're only showing some of the coaches overall records and most of the coaches overall records, you know, let's just say in the 2000s um, outside of uh, Robert Hughes, he was the only coach to leave with a winning record of 32 and 13. Uh, oh, excuse me, uh, Rick. 
uh, from 2006 to 2013, ended up um, 55 and 35 overall. But uh, after that, the other coaches um, only had um, all losing, where they only won six games over their tenure, nine games over their tenure. So, yeah. Yeah, it's safe to say that it, they needed to change up top, I guess. It's been a little tough. Right. So, um, as far as – I wonder why that HBCU. Because it's interesting, right? Because his son um, – two sons or one? We were just looking at it. Well, we know that uh, – well, One's that uh, – Is just committed to um, – One's committed to Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. He's still yeah. in high school, Shador, or I think that's how you say his yeah. name. And then uh, Shiloh, I think, is uh, at University of South Carolina. Okay. That's a – not an HBCU. Not a HBCU. <laughs> so it's just it's it's I mean I was glad Neither that he did go. Atlantic. Oh yeah. Yeah. They have a black coach. Willie Taggart. Yes. True. So so it's still a, a progressive move, I guess, in the in the right direction. And you know, we definitely spotlight and talk about, you know, the movement of black coaches and you know, we just had um, you know, Coach Locum on who's a black coach on the basketball arena. So um, really interesting move. So I wonder how that conversation went because he's been coaching high school mm-hmm. for some time in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So I wonder what was the ultimate move for him to take that next level. He said it on an interview with Dan Patrick in January that he will be a head coach. Oh, okay. In college, um, I don't know if he anticipated the news being within 2020 or maybe he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it seems like that's been a goal of his. Something he's been working on, right? Gotcha. All right. So now we've seen, well, I'm not going to say like it's been a president, but, you know, you, you see former athletes coming to the spectrum of being coaches and, and the dynamics, mostly in the professional realm. But uh, I know Miami just brought on Ed Reed. Now, he's not a coach, but he's like a special assistant, but he's a part of the football team. And, you know, you think about a great player um, with that stature, with that university. How do you think that will help Dion in his recruiting process or the overall kind of image of that that university? I think it helps uh, in the state of Mississippi for sure. Mm, okay. And that's a hotbed of talent, obviously in Mississippi, but you get Alabama that's right there and it's in the South. In the South. Let's just yep. be real about it. They play football differently than anywhere else in Facts. the country. Um, so having Deion Sanders be there in the state of Mississippi, maybe that, you know, gets a recruiter too um, that may have been going to a you know Mississippi State or Ole Miss. And particularly in Mississippi is interesting because Lane Kiffin's a coach at uh Ole Miss or Mississippi Ole Miss, I think. And then Mississippi State's coach or I could be having confused is uh There's so much movement. Mike Leach. <laughs> but it, it's like three kind of prominent names that, that are in that area. That, that are in that area. Mm-hmm. So that's that's gonna be an interesting uh place of football. Uh I think it helps for sure. Um, I, I'm I'm more interested to see um, the staff he puts together. That's 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 probably where I hang my hat on. That. So you think Leon Sandcastle is going to be on the staff? <laughs> be, be the DB and, coach? And, that, and, and to your point, that is that is the point I'm making because for us, if if uh, you know Emmitt Smith's the running back coach, and um, you know Michael Irvin, you coach the receivers, and Mike Singletary, you the defensive coordinator. Like for us, that'd be like that's dope. Right. These these little well, so these little Thundercats don't care about that. So that's where I was gonna play devil's advocate about the recruiting because, like, I was like, do you think these guys know them? Right? Like, they know of maybe the allure of like you know you see this old head on the ESPN. No, he was on uh, NFL Network, right? Mm -hmm. And you see this guy talking, and you know, 
Well, I mean, Dion is probably on the same level as uh, it's like that's like MJ, not MJ, but you know what I'm saying. Like he's he's Dion. He's not just like I I get what you're saying. It's like a he's like on a different. Oh, whole different strategy. Cultural. He's like a cultural icon. He like, played two sports and was damn good at two sports. Exactly. So like he and I, made a rap album. Why do we? Know, we never talk about Dion when we ask people who their favorite sports rappers are. And that's why I was laughing on the intro there. Thanks right? a lot. So and yeah, the intro was, about, was, a I was messed up. I was literally thinking about that. Must be the money. Must I used to listen to it before I played. No, you didn't. I swear to God, that was your hype song. That was my hype song. Oh, you should never let me know that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was a hype song. <laughs> Why yeah, was Dion, that? The, Dion was my guy. Man. Would you? Were you like? Did you have like all the the wristbands and the the headbands? No, nah, I, I mean I wasn't. I didn't have a Jerry curl for sure. <laughs> my hair didn't rotate like that. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean, Dion is you know the he was the corner. So give me. A, do you remember a verse? Give me a line. You got to have a line. I don't have a. I, oh. <laughs> all right, moving on. Yeah. So, um, part of the thing, maybe when we talked about from Thursday, kind of getting into, you know, why the, the announcements being made was there's some contract things going on. Yep. So when you think about prime time, do you think he's asking for prime time money? <laughs> I mean, or is he, or is he doing it for the kids? <laughs> Great question. Right. I mean, it's excellent prime time. question. He has said, and this is in his younger days. that. <laughs> Okay, I think maybe it's the the Colts or somebody that wanted to draft him early in the draft that he was in the NFL draft. They were, he was saying like I would have had them pay me so much they would have put me on Lailway. So like, <laughs> <laughs> this is the same guy that has, has a song called "Must Be the Money." Right. So, so that's a fair question, that right? Is so a definitely fair question. So you know, does that number going to be high? And like, what bank rolls are we talking about for HBCU? So going in there, you have to know that. There's a limit. Like, is it different when you go to negotiate your salary if I'm working, you know, in corporate for uh, Amazon, sure, you know, versus going to work at Applebee's, <laughs> right? right? The negotiation of working at the front office is a little different. So I wonder if that's part of the things because we, you know, read articles is like, you know, they're finalizing, right? Right. I mean, that's that's a that's a really good point. I I, I would think from just reading recent interviews from him and then you know my shannon sharp said on you know fs1 that one of his goals personally is just helping those young men out so maybe i, I would say he's probably leaning towards making it bringing work. the next generation up and just kind of making it work and then just like most nfl nba well especially nba uh the shoe deal is going to probably compensate what's not miss what's not uh correct helping so that's another challenge right so Dion is an under armor guy yep Jackson State is a Nike. <laughs> so something's got to give. Yeah, that's why the word is finalizing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know who's out. Well, maybe oh, yeah. everybody doesn't know who's out. We know that Nike's out. Nike's done. Them <laughs> brothers being Russell Athletic before they run. <laughs> Nike, that's, they that's didn't even get champion because champions making a comeback. You would you put went right to Russell. You might as well told them they was in Rydell now, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, they'll they'll bring out the old mess jerseys before they do Nike oh, again. That's terrible. Yeah, but they'll they'll do something with Under Armour. Okay, all right. It's, it's going to be like a little mini like uh, University of Maryland, I would think, where they would. Well, see, that was the other thing. I almost texted my guy and was like, "Yo, when are y'all doing the HBCU brand? Right? Like, mm-hmm. one of these brands really need to just take HBCUs and and, and, exp- and I hate that to say is this really 
It's I, interesting. I mean, this is the time to do it. And like, they, sure. they need that. Um, we are as a culture supporting it. Um, there needs to be a division of HBCUs, right? Cause like, I definitely, you know, there's some dope stuff that I, I would like to see them kind of create and, and, and give them some freshness. And then that would help recruiting and, and on down the line. Did you tell Puma this? <laughs> I mean, Hey, I'm a free agent, you know, you put me on. <laughs> you know, y'all want to show me the money like uh, I can help y'all out I mean, a little bit. Between you and Kanye, Kanye said like Puma's is stuff looks like shit, so <laughs> he can design it. That's what he said. This is Kanye. <laughs> so, well there you have it. All right, so a lot of issues to work out, man. Well, not a lot, but you know, those are definitely some conversation that came came to mind when I'm when I'm looking at this. So, the ultimate question is it going to work? Is he going to turn the program around? Again, I think it it comes down to his – to, short answer, yes. I think Dion will be successful. I wonder who is going to be his coaches. I would love personally okay. to see. Um, obviously, we spoke with Josh. We spoke with uh, – I would like to just see with young black up-and-coming coaches – have the opportunity to work under Dion and not necessarily work under Dion, but just have that that uh, platform or that opportunity to advance their careers through his kind of channel channels. Right. I, I, again, I don't think these young dudes really are impressed with by Emmitt Smith. I, I think they would relate to somebody that's closer to their. I don't know, just can kind of speak their language a little bit more, and it's it's, it's about relationships. So. I would love for him to be a kind of a pipeline for the young up and coming black coaches to, um, you know, kind of start building their careers. And I think ultimately that will be successful. I, I, I hope so. I hope that's what it is. Well, then what's tough about that, right, is you have a time limit, too, though. You know, I mean, it's not as aggressive as, you know, the, the power fives where usually it's two to three years and we need to see major change. So I believe you probably have a little bit longer unleash to, to, to develop that. But what do we define? What are we going to define success, right? Because um, you know people were laughing, or it was in the news. The Clippers, uh, your, your, your boy Paul George was like, yeah. "Oh, this wasn't a a, a championship or bust." Of like, course, he said that. Um, no, everybody <laughs> knew that it was championship or bust. You must not have got the memo. Yeah, so, he got wh- it. what's defining you know winning for him? And is it progressional, right? Like, hey, let's just have a winning record this year, or. You know, hey, you brought us that Under Armour deal. That was a win enough. We can go, you know, uh, zero and whatever. So what's defining, you know, success? It's a good question. I think it was probably all of the above. So you think he's just going to have the time to have the progression? I think progression is the word there. I think um, putting Jackson State on the map, the map are even the same sentence or you know kind of comparison with Ole Miss and you know and you know Mississippi State say he takes a couple of recruits and they you know choose Jackson State over Ole Miss I think that's a win that's it a might win. not necessarily be win loss say he grabs, has a great Under Armour or Puma deal you know that, that you know with, with HBCUs or maybe just Jackson State I think that's a win right um say two or three of those guys now because of Deion Sanders and he's worked with the combine with you know being on the field and Maybe it's like, you know, two or three or more guys have an additional look to, to the NFL and they actually get to play, have a chance to play at the next level. I think that's a win, too. So right. I think there's probably multiple ways to define success uh, in his venue. I just hope he 
you know, kind of sticks, sticks it out. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times for those upper echelon kind of bigger than their sport kind of guys, right. they're like, you know, one or two, I'll do this for a couple of years because I can't do this. And then it's like, ah. Let me go do something, something else. else. I, man, hold up. I'll go own the XFL. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right, you know right. how those dudes are. So hopefully he kind of sticks it out to kind of really, you know, set a standard there. Cool. Well, um, damn, I just lost that. But I, I think it's going to be a, a good move. Um, anytime you're bringing light to that, you know, hopefully he just has time to figure it out. But I, what I wanted to go back to is what do you think or what do you know of his coaching style? I don't know because you know how like people say, oh, you're offensive, def- offensive-minded or defensive-minded coach. Does did that come out of anything he did in high school? So I know he's an offensive coach. Oh, is he offensive-minded coach? All right. He has always said that he has an offensive mind. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense because playing on the, defen- on the defense, you understand offensively what probably would make you uncomfortable being right. on defense. So he's always said he's an offensive mind. And any DB – Thinks they could be a quarterback, so <laughs> he's definitely a quarterback coach. No, dope, dope. I, I, I can see a little trying to be a quarterback whisperer. I mean, well, his son's a quarterback, and he, right. you know, he probably you know brought in the best, right, and uh, talked to the best. And that's the thing too; he can uh, make some phone calls a lot of people can't make. He's got he's got those connections, even if it's like a big name that you know. I don't know, Doug Williams or whatever. You know, just like, hey, come help me for a year or two, man. I know you out the game or, you know, whoever. Like, I'm just, sure. I'm just I was just, because I don't even know if Doug's still coaching whatever at Grambling. But, you know, he has that where he can make those kind of calls. Mm-hmm. So that definitely changes the game. Yeah, and and to your point and to your question earlier, I think even that's a, that could be a win, uh, right? That's a win. So, well, I'm, I'm excited about it, man. I'm, I'm excited about that for sure. Well, we shall see, man. Um, you know, just the time will tell. Those are kind of where we lead those things, man. We always hope the best for him. So, does he go in there and just kind of retire number twenty one right off the bat? Hey, whoever twenty one is, <laughs> nobody's wearing that number two either. We're uh-huh. retiring. Or my son could wear number two. Outside of that, outside of that, like if it ain't Sanders on the back <laughs> of the jersey, you know what I mean? Hey, why not? Yeah. Uh oh, you getting hyped, man? Oh, uh, you wiggle. I see a little wiggle going. So this is wet, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. Well, hey, we hope we have a fun today, man. And we definitely like to have fun with you. We hope you enjoyed this show. We are Black in Sports, man, on all your social media. Just simply Black in Sports. Um, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, IG, and then know we're on all your podcast platforms. All right. So stay safe. Practice gratitude. And know we're rooting for you. Don't let money change you. (laughs) Money gonna change me. (laughs) There it is, man. We're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got is sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spap out to racks on handmade new rags Shoot me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.